this before. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was asking um, just like people like on Instagram, like how do you like <laughs> do podcasts with with like people? You know, like, yeah. I, I'm, like how do you record phone calls? Like I'm like I don't even know, you know. And someone was like, oh, just go on a Zoom call and record it. Um, okay, so I'm gonna sense. see if I. Yeah, I'm going to see if I can somehow transfer it to Anchor, which is my podcast um, medium. Um, but essentially, I just wanted to get like a one-on-one, just like touch, like touch base of like where you're at and uh, just like your experiences with Reiki and, and when you even begun Reiki. I forgot if, if, if I think you already had pre-sessions before me. I think you, right? Like you already knew about Reiki. I had, yes, before. I, <clears throat> I had had it, but like years ago and I didn't even actually realize that's what it was, if that makes any sense. <laughs> so. No, it definitely, definitely makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it, it's something that it's just kind of like, um, I, it, it almost kind of felt like I was like summoned to it. I couldn't really tell you why I geared towards Reiki I think it chose me and that's just kind of like what I've been telling people when they ask me like how did you become a Reiki master and I almost kind of get like just like at that question for some reason I don't know why um Uh, (laughs) probably because I keep getting asked that and it's just kind of like I'm trying to come up with different you know like how can I like really um explain this and I I I couldn't and I think this easiest way was like it, it chose me so I was going to say that it's almost like it's something that's already within you. I don't know. <laughs> I always yeah, feel like that sounds sure. weird. And I'm like, oh, I don't want people to think I'm sounding arrogant when I say something like that. But I truly believe that it's something that like is in you the entire, your entire journey. And that all of a sudden it just kind of finds its way into your life when it's supposed to. Yeah. And so how did it, you know, enter your life? So for me, actually, the first time I ever heard of Reiki, I had gone to a psychic medium who had been seeing for years and she was like, oh, you know, I see you doing Reiki healing. And I was like, I don't even know what that is. What is that? You know? And so she explained it to me and then I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. That sounds so interesting. And I was so intrigued. And then I think I just sort of forgot about it because it wasn't really something that was on my path at that point. Mm -hmm. And then um, I had been going through a little while later, just a couple of things with my physical health and my mental health. And I just, I had seen somebody who was, who was basically an energy worker and she was like, oh, I can do this for you. You know, this will help you so much. And I, like I said, at that point, I didn't even know that she was like doing Reiki on me. It was basically just presented to me as energy healing, but it just completely like turned everything around for me in ways I can't even explain to you. Like my entire life, I had been living with fibromyalgia and anxiety and just different physical ailments, emotional ailments, just different things. And within a few sessions with her, I started to feel a lot better. And I was like, wow, energy work is really powerful. And just, it's just so wild and crazy to me. And then, um, when I started researching it more, I was like, oh, this is something that I really want to get into. And then I had like so many different people that approached me as if like, it's almost like divine intervention. Like the universe was just like, 
you're meant to be doing this because then I had gone to another spiritual advisor who is in my yoga community and she was breaking down different things for me that were supposed to be a part of my life path. And she was like, Oh, I see you as a Reiki healer. And I was like, you know, you have to be the second or third person now that said something like this to me. And I was already familiar with energy work at that point. So I was like, okay, you know, like this has come up so many times that it can't just be coincidence anymore. You know? So during a, one of my new moon manifestation rituals where like, I like to write down things that I want to manifest and bring into my life. I wrote down, you know, I want to be a Reiki healer. And I swear to you, I think it was in, maybe it was a couple of weeks. It just, it happened so fast. You posted on Instagram. (laughs) Hey, who's interested in learning Reiki one with me? And I was just like, Oh my God. I was like, this is it. Like, and I am the kind of person usually who hesitates with things, you know, like I'll be like, Oh, I don't know. I overthink it is now the right time. Should I do this? But the second that I saw that I was like, this is just, it's just too good. I can't, you know, so I think I answered a poll or maybe I DM'd you. I can't even remember. Oh my gosh. Divine timing. Yes. It was I, that's why I always say to you, I'm like, I found you literally through divine intervention. I don't know. Like I can only think of like a handful of instances before that, that really felt like that to me. And to me, that was just, I just such a message from the universe. I was like, okay, this is it. This is who I'm meant to learn from. This is what I'm meant to do. And I think maybe like it was two or three months. And then finally, like you had the Reiki one course in October of 2020 during the pandemic. So that's when all that started for me. Yeah. So honestly, like it it was something that I had been conjuring up for probably about a year and you along with, I think like 11 or 12 women were all involved in like my first Reiki one course. And it it was just so amazing to just like teach you all. And, and, and I was like on fire in October and you know, Mm -hmm. I had just gone through something like crazy in my life and I had space and room for my divine calling, which was, you know, to teach. And, you know, and then I started to think about, you know, Reiki 2 and, you know, then you, you, you did Reiki 2 with me and of course now Reiki master and Mm -hmm. you are, so you're like the first and only. Um, I know. I I love and, that because it's like we were just brought to each other for this. Exactly. And you kind of share the, a similar energy towards one of my other Reiki um, students. And the both of you, I feel like, were like involved somehow potentially in past life, you know, situations and, and things like that. And mm-hmm. I love social media for that reason because it's just so you know, obviously easier for us to connect with people who are not in our immediate location. And, you know, that being said, I was not around you ever. I've never met you. I've done Reiki right. with you. And I've also taught you Reiki, but then also achieved you. <laughs> and other people might think that's absolutely insane, absolutely like a scam or like whatever. Yeah. So I kind of wanted to touch base on like how you felt, you know, because you had Reiki in person and then you know, versus distant and then getting attuned and taught Reiki distant. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So no, I actually love talking about that with people because even myself, when people come up to me and they're like, Oh, I don't understand how you can send, you know, Reiki 
distantly? Like we're not remotely, we're not in person. Like, how does that work? How does that make sense? And I feel like they're more skeptical about that than they are about in-person. And I feel like people are already skeptical to begin with sometimes. So then when you're like, yeah, I can send this energy to you. And so I love talking about my experience with it to everyone I know, because, um, so I think during my Reiki one, when you attuned me, I remember just like the energy being so beyond powerful. You know, I had no idea what to expect going in there and we were sitting there and you were attuning each person. And, um, I remember, you know, once you said my name, like, I just, I don't know how to explain, like, I felt something just wash over me when you were doing it. And I was like, Whoa, I can't believe this is actually happening right now. You know? And then I felt this huge, um, like, I don't want it to sound scary, but like pressure in my chest, which to me, I, I just like equate to like a massive heart chakra opening while you were doing that. But I was like, if this wasn't for real, I wouldn't just be feeling these things, you know, these different sensations in my body and these different things that are happening because I went in with zero expectation. It's not like I was like, Oh, I'm going to feel something or see something. And I think I remember seeing a lot of purple you know, so obviously opening up my intuition a little bit more and after, and just feeling so emotional during the entire thing, like really, truly, I remember crying so much and I am not the kind of person now I am, but before that I would really like bottle up my emotions and I was not the kind of person to cry at all. So just having all of these different sensations and like release, like it was like having some incoming energy and outgoing energy all at the same time. I don't know. It was a really wild experience. And just like, after that, I just, I, I felt, remember just feeling so different after the first attunement, you know, like I remember telling you that I'd had a hard time really like getting things started prior to that. And literally the next day I just woke up and I went back to yoga and I started sleeping better and just, um, I was suffering from a lot of stomach issues at that point that kind of, you know, really seemed to subside for me. And I was like, I can't believe all of this is happening just from this, this attunement. Mm -hmm. This is insane. Like what it can, what, how much it can help your body. And then I started going to you for Reiki treatments, well, distant Reiki treatments after that, it was the same thing. Like almost any time you've ever done a Reiki session on me, I've always somehow felt your energy with me, even though you're not with me. Like I can feel it like going up my chakras and I can see different things when you're doing it, you know? So that's how, like, I know it's just very, it's a very powerful energy despite all of like the, you not being in the room with me. Oh, that was such like beautifully put up. <laughs> it's just so hard to describe it. And I think that's like the most raw way to describe it is, is, you know, you, the practitioner being in the, in the room and they're not, you know, physically. Yeah. And, you know, all of this is about just tapping into, um, it's like all a meditative state. And that is like an, another easy way to describe it is it's, it's kind of like a meditation that you've never experienced before. And it's kind of like mm-hmm. opening up a portal. And I remember yes. you recently telling me that I came to, oh, during your Reiki session, um, yeah. like you've seen me, I think something like that. <laughs> like, oh, I gosh, you're not the first one. Um, so that during that Reiki session, I remember having an experience where, so 
okay, back up. When you do my Reiki sessions, a lot of times, like I'll get my own downloads during the sessions as well because I am a medium. So I'll hear like certain things coming from my ancestors while you're performing Reiki on me, which mm-hmm. is also just a, just a beautiful experience to have. And I remember, um, they said something weird to me and I remember saying, Oh, tell Sarah about this. And you actually responded to the question in the notes that you sent me. <laughs> Oh my gosh, like, okay, did I really? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, this is just such a crazy telepathic connection to have that I was wow. just like, okay, spirit guides, like tell Sarah this. And they were like, okay. <laughs> oh my I, gosh. I Do you remember it. what it was? Do you remember I what like, I honestly, it? I can't remember. I remember it was just something like very bizarre where they were explaining something that was going on, like inside of my like with my stomach where they were just like, Oh, they said something weird. Like you have to remove the rocks in your tummy or something like that. And then you wrote something in your notes about digestive issues and things that I needed to remove from my diet right after that. And I was like, that's really bizarre. And then I remembered also hearing somebody's name over and over again in my head in that same session. And you wrote the person's name in the notes. So it's just, okay. I remember that. That's what that was. Okay. Right. And then that night, that was when I had, you came to me in a dream (laughs) and, um, the message was something I'm trying to think now. It was basically about like you stepping into your like divine feminine energy. And because you were stepping into that energy, it was influencing me to step into that energy as well. And that's what I had messaged you about the next day where I was like, Oh my God, I have this dream. And that's, I knew when I woke up, that's what it represented. And I know that you and I had had, um, well, I didn't know. And so we had this conversation, but basically that we had set similar intentions of kind of trying to step into that more like feminine receptive energy, because we've been operating in a different type of energy for so long. So I just thought it was interesting that like, you didn't know that about me and I didn't know that about you, but yet I had this dream that you came to me right after the Reiki (laughs) session. just it's it's so awesome to develop that connection and and of course this is all with permission and this is all with you know an intention here of healing and doing some work that's in the non-physical because that's where we do a lot of our work in healing is in the astral state astral state and the dream state Mm -hmm. um you know i've had these experiences um where i don't even need to be in a meditative state or sleeping it's kind of like when I do sessions sometimes distantly I like tap in and out and like I'm just like staring out a window and like all these things are like happening and I'll write them down in the same thing and someone at the other end will be like describing and it's the same thing so exactly like what you're saying which you know is awesome validation um because I just do find that getting distant Reiki I think I attract a lot of students and um clients who maybe do have anxiety or maybe don't have that push to be somewhere in the physical, whether or not it's just because of distance by choice, or sometimes some people don't don't like to talk to me on, you know, zoom before, or even ever I've, I've done Reiki on people for probably like maybe a year straight, two years. And I've never even faced them. I've never even heard their voice. And wow. I don't push for it. Um, I know what they look like. They know what I look like but we've never actually ever like they've never seen me face to face on the video or we've never chat like actually like spoken on the phone and 
you know, that's just kind of the way of the world, I think, right now. Like a lot of these um like medium sites like Keen, Kasamba, Purple Garden, a lot of these are advertising for chats. And I used to right. do them a long time ago before I was even a reader. I would, you know, go through some sort of crisis and I'd log on my laptop or phone and <laughs> I'd go hop on with a psychic advisor. I mean, I've spent a lot of money. Um, you know, with advisors <laughs> and you know what, it, it all came back to me, which is okay. You know, I've put it out there. I've supported <laughs> other advisors 10 times and, you know, it comes back. But at the end of the day, it was times where I, I think I chose a lot of chat ones because I didn't, I didn't feel comfortable like being on the phone at that time. I think I was like in a state where I just, I don't know. It, it I think in this day and age, I think with the pandemic too, it made people more comfortable just to kind of like hide behind a mask. Not that I was hiding, but it gave me a safe spot to be in my ugly PJs and no makeup and crying (laughs) face. And I didn't want to get on the phone with someone, you know, or cry on the phone. And it gave me an opportunity. And and I think that's also where distance reaching, I think comes into play a lot. And um, you know, I still am going to push for it, uh, push for people learning it, uh, people still pursuing online businesses with it, even though I will say, and I've been posting about this, it's oversaturated right now. Oh, and it's yeah. about finding the, the right one, the right teachers, not these people who are taking courses and they're like 30 K in 30 days and take my oh, course. Yeah. And <laughs> I can't tell you how many times and how many like people that I follow or I even had, you know, some women approach me, like one woman approached me and was like, hi, do you feel comfortable? Like, can you show me your, your Reiki one manual with me? I want to teach Reiki. What? I'm like, like, did you seriously just, just ask me for my manual? Like, just like, I was just going to give it to you. Like, yeah, it, it that's was just that's your hard work. That's very bizarre. <laughs> exactly. And and another energy that was connected to that energy, you know, wanting to meet up with me. And I'm just like, you know what? It's just, you got to be careful out there because people are money hungry and power mm-hmm. hungry on social media w- with, you know, psychic stuff. Because again, post pandemic, people were turning more towards that and more comfortable with it. And, um, you know, I wanted people to hear your experience with it. And, you know, before Reiki, I think was even really you know, I mean, in, in that October of 2020, I didn't know anyone was teaching Reiki um, yes, online same. or I didn't see it anywhere on Instagram. And now it's like every single person is trying to teach Reiki now and they haven't even been masters for very long at that. And and I think in order to be a teacher and, and really go and teach, you have to really, you know, go through that apprenticeship and oh, yes. stick with the same teacher too. You know, I've had other you know, students were, you know, they went off and did master, you know, with someone else. And I think it was just, just missing the sign up with me and missing the divine timing. And I even think, yes, if you had it one and two with me, maybe not three, maybe my energy is too pulling for you. Maybe your <laughs> Reiki master is you're trying to really be something and teach. And I think maybe I'll just attract a lot of people who do want to teach and who do take Reiki as, you know, as me. And 
I've always said that you're always one of like my best students. You always like you would email right away. There was no question of like challenging you for the the sign up money or any like you were very responsive with your appreciativeness and your um, your energy with with um, with essentially giving giving back. Like you valued my time. Uh, yeah, that was something I, I I adored about you, and I was like, I need to get her feedback on you know on Zoom and and record this, and I really wanted to you know speak and, and you know share experiences because I do think you are very special and awesome, and I'll never forget that. Oh, thank that you. you did, <laughs> thank you did for me. Um, I always thought about it. Um, I was I was kind of like not in a super dark place, but I was in a in a place where there was a lot of unknown for me and you had stepped in and you gave me a little spirit reading and uh, it touched me and um, I do feel that coming soon um, but I always think about it um, so I do believe that you have that um, angelic guidance and I do oh. feel um, you know with my energy with my sessions in Reiki I do think it's it's like angelic guided so I didn't know you felt angelic presences or um, or if you've always been guided by angels, or if that's something that just, you know, came about from the Reiki for me. Um, so I have, I've always had a very strong spirit team behind me, but this wasn't necessarily something I think that I was aware of because I would fall into a lot of dark places myself, um, for years. I was just like battling depression and just, I had a lot of just very bad experiences. You know, I, I like people always say to me and the amount of time that I've spent on this earth that I've gone through more than a lot of people go through in a lifetime. And I don't mean to say that in a way that it's like, Oh, I'm a victim. I mean to say that no, as no. in like, I think I went through all of that yeah. ultimately to help people. Like I basically had to have exactly. all of these experiences so that mm -hmm. I could be a guide to others, be a healer, understand where they're coming from, develop that level of empathy. But I think that I was always like very, despite that, like very divinely guided and had a very strong spirit team behind me. And I always, again, like going to other spiritual advisors and mediums and psychics who would always say that to me, they were like, you have this beautiful spirit team behind you and you're mm -hmm. constantly receiving guidance and downloads and things that, you know, you don't even realize you're, re you're receiving. And I remember, um, when I had gone to the, like, it was the same medium I had been seeing for a while that actually lived in my area. And she had said something to me where she was just like, who do you think is giving you all of these messages when you're walking around all day? Like that's not your own voice inside of your head. That's your spirit team and your angels and ancestors coming to you and guiding you. And you're just like brushing it off. Like it's you telling yourself these things and then moving on, but it's not. And I was like, no, no, that can't be true. But like when she said it to me, I think I started opening up to it a little more, yeah. you know, I kind of always knew that I had, you know, the ability to connect with, angels and the other side but at the same time you know you kind of feel like do I don't I is this kind of crazy am I crazy for thinking this maybe these people are crazy for telling me this you know you don't really know and then um I guess I started familiarizing myself with it a touch more during the pandemic where I was like okay like as I started going through a little bit more of a a spiritual awakening based on you know just like other experiences that opened me up and I started 
connecting with um, Oracle cards and tarot and things that I hadn't really been connecting with prior to that. And then once I came to you for the attunement, like that really started opening everything up for me. But I would say the mastery that I took with you was what really just like blew it all wide open. <laughs> um, they just where... like heard a boom in the background. <laughs> <laughs> That's honestly how it felt because like literally after you did the mastery course with me, I remember I was like, oh my God, like I've always been very like in tune with animals, for example. And suddenly like the next day, no joke. I was like, I knew what each one of my pets, cause I have two dogs and a cat. Like we have a zoo in this house, basically. <laughs> I knew what each one of them needed and wanted. And even though I think I kind of always had those insights that kind of started to get me um, more, like I became more aware of it, you know, and more in tune. And I was like, wow, this is so freaky that all of a sudden I feel like I could practically hear yeah. what they want from me, you know? And it's so true. It's so true. It's, it's absolutely amazing. And it's like, you're, that's exactly what it is. It's the, the animal whisper. It's not like they're, we're talking, like people think we're crazy. Like, Oh, you can talk to animals. It's like, no, it's like a <laughs> telepathy thing. You have strong yeah. telepathy energy. That is like one of your gifts. And that's mm -hmm. also like one of my highlights. And I think that's also you know, why our energies kind of like interlocked. Cause it's like, Hey, let, let's use my telepathy gift and like, let's put yours together and let's, you yes. know, like, let's see what other messages can transpire with downloads, you know? And right. Um, so, so that, that's so awesome. Now, did you start doing uh, Reiki on the animals too? Like actually like, like sending? Yes. So I had been doing it before that, but like after that, it, I mean, I even feel like the Reiki that I've been sending animals has been different. They've been responding differently to it. It almost feels like it became stronger. I've had people tell me that they think that it seems stronger than it was before, mm -hmm. you know? So, and I love that validation. You know, I love hearing that because it's obviously something like animals are, they're so beautiful. Like they're here, they're here to be like your little, to me, they're spirit guides on earth in a way, you know, like your angels on earth. So I love being able to do that for them and send them that energy. And I know you do that as well. Yes. And, and one thing I've, I've noticed with doing Reiki on animals is I'll notice that, you know, I'll have a client and they, you know, say if I've ever seen them for Reiki, maybe a couple of times before, maybe I haven't, but I've noticed that the animal is also like a catalyst for the, the, the owner who's essentially mm -hmm. the client, you know, and the animal will actually, as I'm giving Reiki to the animal distantly, the animal is actually giving Reiki to their owner. The one, wow. who, who, the one who requested for the animal. Now, nine times out of 10, I feel like the animals are requesting it from, animals are requesting it from the owner so that the owner can get it because the owner cannot be in that state of healing where they're like, I need healing, you know? Right. Um, but the animal oh knows. So the yeah. animal getting like, I need a recharge. I need help here. Um, let's get Reiki from Sarah, but like, also let's tell her what I want. Like I chatter told me. <laughs> and they're like, okay, I healed my mommy. So can I get tell her I want the cheddar popcorn in the bottom cabinet? I swear to God. And the, you know, the when I, my client was like, yeah, there's actually like a like a box of like cheddar popcorn that she's been wanting down there. I was like, we'll give it to oh, her. Oh my gosh! <laughs> but see, that's actually so. Yeah, no, it's it's that's, so it's so yeah. 
yeah, no, that's so connected to what I was saying too, where I was like, oh, they're like our little angels on earth because it is the truth. Animals send you healing energy to begin with. You know, like I know we've talked about that before where we're like, oh, our cats protect us. And like my cat's sitting here with me right now during this whole call. Every time you know, I, I get any kind of Reiki or anything, she's always here with me. And now she's oh. here again, you know, and even like dogs too. I feel like they send that like loving, positive healing energy to their owners. And it is true. Like I actually have kind of noticed that people that do request the Reiki for their pets aren't necessarily asking for it for themselves, they, but they're giving, asking for it for their pets. I never thought about that. Exactly. But I think there's, there is some there is some sort of connection and, and the mm -hmm. animal knows if, if, if their owner is sick. And that being said, yeah. I, my boyfriend and I were watching a horror movie last night called Dr. Sleep. And yeah. it's <laughs> like, uh, it's like a, an off like segregation of the shining. And I was in a, a scary mood, um, like horror movie <laughs> mood, whatever. And i barely am. Right. And of course he mm -hmm. picks this and I'm like, okay, this is a perfect kind of movie for me to see. That's like a, you know, horror, whatever, but it's basically this guy who has these special gifts, the shining because they shine bright. That's the whole point of the shining is they shine bright and they're able to see things that other people can't, and they can get attacked easily, but they can also help people and they're healers. And oh my gosh. Man, right. This man goes, That's so he works, crazy. right. He works in the nursing home mm -hmm. and there's a cat in the nursing home and the cat is known for jumping on the bed of the person who's going to pass and they're like all these older people who are sick you know and they're literally dying and the cat will jump up and the man who doesn't know he has this gift you know goes into the room and the cat you know is sitting there and the old man goes you know what that means and he's like no oh, no just stop that and he's like no that cat's been doing that for years the cat knows and the cat's just staring you know oh. at the old man and the man goes on, I'm afraid to pass. I'm afraid. And the man sits down and he comforts him and he doesn't even know what he's saying, but something came out of his mouth that was like, just go to sleep. You're going to be like, just like you're going to sleep. And all of a sudden, like these channeling words came through as if something came over him. It like, was like, you're singing in your you know, your living room listening to this record, it was like a song, a specific song. And the guy didn't even know who he was, you know what I mean? So it was like this channeling. Um, and he's like, oh no, you have a gift. Because he was about to get up and leave. And he's like, you're meant to be here. And then you see throughout the movie, he keeps doing it for these people. And they go in another room and that guy, the older man goes, that's that time. So I was like, oh my gosh. Like that was just like validation of, the animal, the cat sensing. And, you know, I had even wanted to do hospice healing. Me too. Know, <laughs> and it's just, it's a, it's a calling, you know, and um, I saw it in a horror movie, you know, but it, it wasn't a scary part at all. It was like a yeah. very raw, could be scary, but it's, mm -hmm. it's life and it was death and it was fact. And it was just like, it was so raw. And the cat was just, I was like, Oh my God, like I could totally see me and my cat die. And like, it was like, <laughs> I was like, Oh my God, like there's so oh many God. things, you know, I can't believe that. That's like very, uh, like you were meant to watch that movie because even that, Honestly. like, that's just something what you're saying, like going and like bringing that gift of healing, like what that guy was doing is just so very similar to what, you know, Reiki healers and energy workers do, exactly. you know, and you're and one of them. And I, 
and that's something that we forget you know we talk about it you're like healers it's like oh wait that's me like that's me you know like even watching that movie it's like oh wait that's what I do I know, you know? And, I know and, because and at least for me it's always so easy for me to see things in other people and a little bit harder for me to see it in myself you know exactly. I've always been that way and I, I mean I feel like maybe that's human nature for the most part yes. but yeah well it's also like what they call imposter syndrome and that's yeah. something that's been brought up to me a bunch of times, imposter syndrome. And it's not believing like who you are because it's just, I mean, celebrities have that. It's like, how could mm-hmm. I be dumb? Like I've had those moments where it's like, wait a minute, how did I just do that for you? How did I just send you? Mm-hmm. And that's that human part that the mind can't comprehend, like the human brain. It's just, there's no explanation for it in a book in a hospital, they can't tell you, like, there's just no explanation for it other than faith and just the unknown and the other dimensions. Um, and that's just something that you just kind of have to focus on and not so much of like, you know, other people can do it. So like, why, you know, why can't you? So that's just kind of like, yeah, why you have to go into it because we're not the only healers. We're not the only Reiki masters. Do I believe some are more potent and mm-hmm. authentic and carry different energies? Absolutely. That's why you have to do your research. You have to be intuitive enough yourself at that time to know who to choose and to look for the signs or ask the universe, like put the right healer in front of me. Um, right. I denied people for it, you know, just because you're going to throw money at me or you want my manual. That's not enough for me. Um, mm-hmm. And I take it very seriously. Um, and again, that's why I wanted you on my podcast, because I feel like you also take that also, um, you know, as serious as me. So I want to thank you up and down for, <laughs> for that. Um, but going back to the animals, um, they always will gravitate towards it. And anytime I do a session or like vice versa. So I'm sure it's the case for you too. Yes. Well, I mean, like, like I said, I've always had a connection with animals. So I think that maybe this is something that, you know, I was always kind of guided to do, but I just didn't know what direction I was going to go in with it until I, uh, you know, got familiar with Reiki and it's this, you know, it's just, it's, so wild. I don't know. But even like going back to what we were saying with that, where we, we were talking about like our gifts expanding and stuff like that after getting, you know, attuned, it was the same thing with my mediumship. Like I, I was able to connect with the other side with a lot more ease after you did my Reiki master certification for me. Um, which I think is, you know, like everybody should know about, because I feel like a lot of many people that get attuned to Reiki also are, you know, intuitive on some level. So I think it's great because it kind of opens up those gifts for you and opens up doorways for you even more than what you were experiencing before. It really like, it kind of, it fine tunes everything for you, you know? And, and that's like the perfect way of, of putting it. it. It kind of will take all of those confusions or all those gifts and just kind of conjure them all up and then kind of like throw them at you as like a highlight. And it kind of just makes things a little bit more clearer. It lifts the veil. Why don't we say that? Like it lifts the veil. Um, And it's like a Kundalini awakening that can also be something that it's compared to for all those yogis out there um, Mm -hmm. who are very meditative and, and um, 
you know, there's Kundalini Reiki. There's so many different Reikis, uh, but the Reiki that we are attuned to is Usui. Um, it's straight up from Dr. Makao Usui from Japan, um, and was my master is actually from Healing uh, Within in Natick, Massachusetts. That's where I got Reiki one back in geez, I think it was like twenty. 2015 or 2016 um, wow. is when I did Reiki one. Uh, so I wasn't 25 yet. So it was, it was like 23, I think 22, 23 uh, when I did Reiki one. And then it took me a little bit to do Reiki two. And then took me a couple years later. And then 2018, I became Reiki master. Mm-hmm. So I didn't start obviously teaching till like two years after that. So everything with me was like a a process. Um, But again, like everything came from uh, one, you know, one teacher. And I strictly always believe in, you know, staying with one teacher. I think it's just, you're using the same energy. So again, I have seen some other people do different uh, masters, but again, just do your research, ask people where they, where they're seeing from, ask for their certificates. Um, you know, with my achievements, um, I was doing PF certificates. Um, but of course, um, I am working on actually, um, doing a Reiki master, um, one. So that's where I am offering people the physical one. Um, Mm -hmm. so that is in the works for you. Um, Oh, that's so exciting. (laughs) Yeah, no, I believe you should. And I believe you should have it. Um, you know, I have mine in a little glass, um, you know, frame, and it's just a, it, it's like a diploma for me. That's, that's mm-hmm. my diploma. Um, yeah. And you know, it is, it's, it's hard work. Like, I feel like people just think like, oh, you're sitting there and you're getting these, you know, you're sitting online and getting the certificate and whatever. And I don't think people who aren't familiar with, with Reiki attunements really know like how it's soul work, <laughs> you know, like you're, you're doing this work at a soul level and it is some exactly. of the hardest work that really I have is. done, you know, as somebody that's like, I've gone through all types of schooling, like, you know, I've grad school, master's, everything. And like, yeah. this was like something else. So yes, like absolutely having that certificate and that diploma, you're really learning so much and you deserve to have that, you know, as a representation of the hard work and everything that you've learned for that. And that is something that I cherish. And it's my schooling was life. <laughs> and it was my life path. Yes. And, no, it's earth school. <laughs> oh my gosh. Seriously. Earth oh my God. I'm like, it does not stop. And, you know, I'm, I'm always trying to further my degrees. Um, mm-hmm. And teaching was something that was like, you know, that was part of my, you know, furthering my education. Yeah, because of course, teaching, I learned more and more and more. I learned more about Reiki teaching it. When I taught, you know, all those students for Reiki one taught you and every, like I relearned it through myself. Mm-hmm. And that was something also amazing to, you know, encounter within myself. It's like, oh, like it's reawakening, like all of this, you know, back up for me. And I got like super excited and I'm there for being in my like little studio um just like just being on webcam with all you guys and it was just it was exciting it was very very exciting and it was just it was an awesome time so like you were there for it and 
were there for the master journey and I just mm-hmm. I was like I have to document this I have to talk about it um so yeah no I'm just I want to say thank you for for tapping into that um with me but <laughs> if is there any advice or anything that you want to tell people who are maybe interested in getting Reiki who are like hey, I don't know if I want to do it online I think it's too much money is it worth it what do I do kind of thing uh well first of all the money thing like I definitely understand. And like, for me, I'm going to be like, perfectly honest, I didn't have a ton of money, you know, back when I got my Reiki certification, I actually wasn't even working. And I basically dipped into my, yeah, I like dipped into my savings account for it, because I knew that like, this is an investment. It wasn't only an investment in something that I had dreams of doing, you know, it's, it's, well, it is, it's, it basically, I had a vision and I knew that the healing modality is something that I wanted to share with other people. And it's like anything else, you know, if you go to school and you're going to pay for your degree, you're paying for this so that you can share this with others and gain these skills, but also so much more than that, it's an investment in yourself. You know, I, more than anything, like, yes, I've shared obviously Reiki with others and I've done healing on other people, but it has done so much for me that you can't even put a price on that. You know, I've changed completely in the past two years. Like I wouldn't even recognize the person that I was pre doing all these certifications. And even, you know, you see how often I keep up with getting my Reiki healing done. Like I just can't even imagine. Yeah. I can't imagine putting a price on that. Like to me, it's so worth it, you know? Oh, I'm so, that makes me so happy. And the fact that you mentioned that you still get Reiki because sometimes like I've had given Reiki one, you know, to people and I've never seen them again, <laughs> you know, like really? they're like, okay, I'm, yeah. Like they're like, okay, I'm just going to do the healing. And then after the pandemic, it was like, everyone didn't want to spend their, you know, their, their coin on, you know, the non-physical stuff, you know, everything was like, let's take the mask off. Let's get my, you know, our hydrofacials and our hair done now. And yeah um, no <laughs> I think I had one client who was you know went all plastic surgery way and like I never wow. heard from her anymore and and I felt like you know that honestly that hurt me like a lot in the journey too is kind of seeing some that like fell off of it and yeah you know what that's sometimes how the journey is and you know you get freaked out or a lot happens and some people take longer than others to make that step forward to do Reiki two or Reiki three and not everyone will. And again, it's like a special calling and something that not everyone can handle either. And that's why some will, you know, just do the Reiki one and, and, and that's it, you know, um, it can be like, I mean, in all honesty, there's duality to everything, right? Like a lot of good things came out of it for me, but there were a lot of eye-opening things that happened to me after I got attuned. So I can see how, you know, it could be a little overwhelming and scary, but at the same time to me, like that's all a part of the journey. You know, I would rather go into something, spend my life with my eyes wide open, you know, than kind of like turning away from it. But at the same time, like I did have some experiences where I was like, oh, this kind of stinks that this is happening now. And I sort of knew that it was pushing, like if it was getting Reiki and like getting the attunement that was kind of pushing me or pushing things out of my life, but it was nothing that was meant to be there. It was nothing of like value and substance in the long run. You know, like I needed that for my soul growth and for my journey. So in a way, like, yeah, there was might've been like a couple of like, you know, experiences that 
I don't want to label it as negative, but weren't so like great, but it was meant to happen that way. And I feel like it would have happened that way regardless. It's like what you said, it kind of speeds everything up for you a little bit. Like I learned a lot of really hard, fast lessons. I would, I can't even begin to tell you, like some of the lessons that I moved through, I feel like could have taken years of my life to learn that it was just like, this happened, this happened, this happened, but it was for the better because I got through it and like, I was stronger for it. And it helped me heal other things that honestly, I think I've been trying to heal probably for lifetimes, you know? And what you're describing is similar to what I've seen other people describe their psychedelic experiences is it's kind of like the same thing, except I'm giving you the a drug of healing, which is uh, mm-hmm. like the divine power. That's, that's what's activating that portal in your brain to be able to access that information, which is what some psychedelics do. And it mm-hmm. will do the same thing and will throw everything in your face. And it's like, boom, boom, bang. But they're like after, you know, causes of those substances. And that's why I never really believed that those were true spiritual awakenings. Those were like false ones. And with the Reiki, it's the true potent stuff. Um, And it's very similar to the psychedelic awakening, if not uh, 20 times more powerful and pure. And you don't Mm -hmm. feel all those crazy things. And and (laughs) it's perfectly safe. But when you just said that, it's it's opening a portal in your brain. And that's Mm -hmm. that's exactly, exactly, exactly what it is. so again, like not everyone um, always wants to go that far down the rabbit hole. Um, <laughs> but again, if you're attracted to me and my energy and want to take my course, then do it. And yes, Danielle, uh, absolutely. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, for me, I've always been the kind of person that's never been afraid to go like diving into the depths to like go through healing. Um, I'm a Scorpio. So I feel like that's like the whole like death rebirth transformation. So I dive deep with that stuff, you know, but it's also, I feel like it won't do anything for you that you can't handle. You know, it's not going to like open like this, like spirit world is not going to open things up for you that you're not capable of handling in that moment or that you're not meant to be going through at that moment. You know, I feel like Reiki energy goes as far as your, you will allow Mm -hmm. it to go. And just for me, I'm like, oh, whatever, let's have a party with this. And it just happens that way. (laughs) And those are the unspiritual ones, the fearless Mm -hmm. ones. And (laughs) those are the ones that are are really, truly meant to be the Reiki masters. So um, I definitely (laughs) believe you fully, truly uh, hold that trophy. And it's been an honor teaching you and still giving you Reiki. And uh, your humbleness and vulnerability through all of it and asking for a radius, supporting uh, me through my own journey of a teacher, um, you know, and always keeping that loyalty. So that's something to me that is very huge. Um, I'm all about authentic truth and loyalty. Um, and that's very hard to come by. Very, mm-hmm. very hard. So I will stress that. Um, Especially so do... in the <laughs> spiritual community where everything is very like love and light. And, you know, like you have oh, yeah. to be authentic and real and raw about it. And, and I love that know... about you because you've always just been like, you won't sugarcoat things. And I think that that's extremely important if you're going to a healer or if you're seeing somebody who's giving you, you know, intuitive advice, you need somebody that's not going to sugarcoat things for you. You need someone that's going to be like, this is where it's at. So what are you going to do now? You know, <laughs> exactly. And that's just how I am. And I've approached it where I'm not even calling out these like 
these healers, these spiritual gurus, where they're trying to trap other healers because we're all essentially hurting for clients again, because it's mm-hmm. an oversaturated the algorithms of Instagram and yeah. all that fun stuff. Um, <laughs> she, she was trying to, you know, get people to take her course so that she can tell you how to attract clients. And she kind of mm-hmm. like, she got me and then I quickly understood what was going on. And once I started to question her, she became very rigid and harsh with me and out of nowhere brought up, you know, a personal comment, making assumptions about me wow. and my personal life. Like it was just like, it came out of nowhere. Like she attacked me and I was like, I'm like, I'm sorry. Like you need to get off this, this, it was like a Facebook group. And I went and I told the admin, I'm like, she's scamming people. And mm-hmm. then she literally, she messed, she unblocks me and goes, you really are a witch. And like, says all these things. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not, I mean, I'm a witch, honey, but that, that's not why it happened. It happened because I'm for truth and justice. And she was just very angry. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, I can't just sit back here and witness other healers being like okay I'll go on a zoom with you meanwhile they're yeah. like basically hounding people how much can you pay me a month you know because mm-hmm. that happened to me and I was like oh my god this is what's out there right now like this is like people are getting so like manipulated also by some people in the spiritual community and you know that's where I wanted to bring in someone to share you know, my experiences and, and show people like, Hey, like this is legit. Look for people with legit reviews, legit mm-hmm. reviews from clients, not their family members. I don't even know you. I've never even met you. Like those are the true ones where like you have a group of people you've never even met, you know, and this is not a paid thing. I'm not paying you to do no. this. We were actually supposed to do it and I was sick and then you got sick. <laughs> I, know. I feel like that's what <laughs> always happens with us though. There's always, there's something about divine timing with the two of us always with things like I don't know if it's something I'm learning or you're learning or what's happening with it, but it always happens happens that way <laughs> no it, it really doesn't and I was like trying to feel it out I was like it's gonna happen is it gonna be today and I know, it did, I, know. So I thought the same thing when I woke up I was like it's today the day like <laughs> Oh, wait, someone must need to hear this message because honestly, that's like when these weird things happen. It's like when people tune in and sometimes they'll get 41 listens in episodes. Sometimes it's 80. And I'm like, where are these people coming from? You know, because I, I don't necessarily always post my link to my podcast. It's on iTunes right. and, and things like that. So I don't know who finds them, but I always make an intention of when I do create a podcast that people who are meant to listen will chime in. Um, right. I was, go- was going to say that. I think that's like the biggest thing is that like when you're, especially like in this sort of business, whoever it's meant to reach, it's going to reach. And if it only reaches five people, then those are the five people it was meant to reach. And if it reaches 500 people, those are the 500 people it was supposed to reach. And I think, especially for people that maybe aren't feeling like so confident within themselves that where they are running a spiritual business, right. That like that right now, like that's some, a really big takeaway is just to know, you know, like it will reach who it's supposed to reach when it's supposed to reach them. Exactly. And everyone has their time. You know, I had a mm-hmm. tremendous abundance period with Reiki. I, I truly mm-hmm. did. And I'm so blessed for that time period. But there's also going to be like ups and downs and lulls and, you know, taking a step back and working on other things in my life and then being right. able to recharge and then help and teach more people. And that's something that also that comes with being a Reiki master is to learn when not to burn out and to know uh, when. Yeah 
to kind of slow it down and not, you know, what's the next creative business idea and post that I can do because I've fallen down that spiral a few times and that's just something that you just have to learn, you know, with, within the journey and, mm-hmm. you know, there might be a different platform next year and Instagram won't be there. And then what all my, you know, so yeah, you can't rely on these platforms. It's just making connections, emails, having people's numbers and, and developing, you know, like actual uh, relationships with your clients and that that's mm-hmm. where it's at too. You know, like I think we have our, our phone numbers that we've texted. I mean, there's I, mm-hmm. sometimes we'll talk to my clients in three different mediums. It'll be zoom. It'll be a text. And then I'll be on, on uh, Instagram. And then I'll forget that I had your session. <laughs> true during Mercury retrograde, which is coming up in like nine days or something like oh that. Oh my so. gosh. I know. I was even thinking about that because every attunement that you've given me. Oh, and I took, yes, your, tarot, I took your tarot course too. <laughs> yeah. Every, attune, every course I've taken with oh you has always been during a Mercury retrograde, which I find is so yes. crazy. And now we're the in last that little one. pre, yeah, we're yeah. in that pre-shadow phase. And I was like, mm-hmm. we're doing something again during this I retrograde. I didn't even realize <laughs> that until just now. I swear, that's so funny. Wow. I think so- that that's like, to me, I feel like this signifies something where like, it kind of digs into like, again, some sort of past life thing with us. Cause if it's always coming up during a period of like review and things where you go reflect on your past, there's something to that where we're always interacting during that energy. <laughs> it's because there are people in the middle of the night and all I'm going to say is the in red. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's not, I don't know, you know, like who, who, who knows, you know, who, who knows why those Mercury retrograde time periods where, where these, these energetic shifts need to happen and, and all the karmic severance and mm-hmm. all those things. So I, I deeply, I deeply believe in all that stuff too. Um, but I actually, I I'm like one of those weird people that loves a retrograde. <laughs> I'm sorry, but like, I feel like I've actually had some pretty amazing experiences during Mercury it's such like a creative time. It's a time where you should be creative and mm-hmm. go in, like, you know, dive in, go in hermit mode and create. And that's the best time. It's like, don't launch, don't tell anybody about it, um, yeah, no. but just like conjure and, and create. And mm-hmm. then you make it happen. It's like, you just don't sign things. You don't communicate as much. Cause again, Mercury is about communication. So communication makes it off. So mm-hmm. that's another reason why I'm glad we chose to do this before actual Mercury. Uh, yes. Who knows if it would actually happen in a zoom like crash or something. I feel like we'd be stumbling over our words too. Cause I've had that happen before where I've done zoom calls during a retrograde. And I'm like, I, is what I'm saying even making sense right now? <laughs> Cause that's it's a hope like- for the best. <laughs> It's like the satellite connection, like the mm-hmm. satellites are down. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Um, but honestly, I want to say thank you. Thank you again for, for coming you. on. And I, everything that we touched on, um, again, divine timing. Like I didn't even really have any like guidance with this call. I'm like, just threw some questions. I'm like, Hey, I might just ask this, this and that, and not going to follow anything. And, uh, you know, whenever it comes through through when I feel like yeah. it's meant to shut off then that's when I do because sometimes a lot maybe other things are not meant to be said you know right and that's yeah, I feel also like it's much more like, authentic like that exactly and I just kind of 
go with that. And when I stop, I stop and I'm like, yep, everything that I needed to say or she needed to say and spirit, <laughs> it's good. <laughs> so I feel like spirit's like, yep, did it. <laughs> Let's just see if I can actually transfer this on there. Now I did it a couple of ways. Um, but yeah, I want to say thank you again, Danielle. And you've been thank super, you. super awesome. And I'm sure I'll be talking to you super soon and, and we'll yes. touch base soon. <laughs> Definitely. Thank you so much for having me on here. <laughs> yes. All right. Bye, Danielle. Bye.